the gang is divided and the vacuum of power is ever-present in Demon World. We're going to talk all about it as we dive into the fourth and final season of Yu Yu Hakusho this week on Shonen and Suds. Because I know you've had a long weekend of drinking, brother. How are you? Oh, Chris. I am, uh, I'm here, you know. You are seasoned. I sound like shit, I feel like shit, but, you know, we're back. We're back. Actually, you know, I don't, like, physically I feel fine, but I'm all congested and hacking up phlegm, you know. It's, it's, (laughs) you know, this is what happens, Chris, when I I go on, like, three, four-day benders in, like, the span of, like, a month and a half. My body's like, hey, brother, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) You need to dial it back. (laughs) Well, it was like we did, we did my buddy at Joe's bachelor party, and then a couple weeks mm-hmm. later it was nationals, and then two weeks after mm-hmm. that it was Alex's bachelor party this past weekend. So it's just been just yeah. nonstop, go go go. Yeah, and and these aren't, you know, we don't take it easy when we're on these trips. <laughs> Usually, it's like no, you, you wake up. All right, what what are you drinking with breakfast? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you, you don't ju- you don't just drink, you know. Pepsi Cola or fucking uh, coffee with breakfast. You got to put a little Crown Royal Vanilla in that coffee. Which, by the way, Nationals Weekend, the Crown Royal Vanilla in my coffee that that might be my new morning like go to bevy. Like that was that shit was on point. Yeah, definitely not bad. Wish we would have had some Crown Royal this weekend. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we all got big bottles of alcohol from Joe when we were his groomsmen. Well, of course, you know, I, I get the bottle of Jack, which is it's just this of gigantic course. bottle of Jack Daniels, which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all for a Jack and Coke, but... Oh, of course. You know, after, like, your 35th one in a weekend, it's like, yeah. it's like, help me. Um, but, you know, we had we had American honey. We all, I mean, we all brought our giant bottles, so we had a giant bottle of honey. We had two giant bottles of vodka. I mean, it was just... And then, of course, it was a lot. we stopped and grabbed beers and... You know, all, oh, of course. Suitcases of Natty everywhere. That was your luggage, right? Yeah, a couple things of Mio. You know, it was just a long weekend of drinking. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just glad to be back. You know, it, it was a fun time in, in Kansas City. Um, yeah, but... I'd love to hear it. We're and, back now for Shonen and Suds, Chris, with... Uh, yes, of course. The whole season four of you Haka show, and I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to, so... Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, that is good to hear, Cody, because I don't hate being back either for Shonen and Suds. And of course, as always, I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. Yeah, and we are again here, season four. And it's it's good. I'm actually really, really glad. And I, I like to think it's because I prepared you well in advance yeah. for this. <laughs> so I think I think that definitely factors in. Also, like all of my like anger out of the you know out of the Yusuke being a demon of course um mm-hmm. I, I kind of let that all out at the end of that last week's episode you definitely did you de- you <laughs> so, definitely so told now, us how you really felt yeah so now it's just like well now I'm just watching how this how this you know car comes to its crash um and I expected it to be way worse we actually get some really cool backstory you know spoilers ahead if you guys have not seen the first nine episodes of season four. And- 
Indeed, which is funny because Cody, I would have I would have figured that a lot of people have already seen this, but considering myself, I only watched this season for the first time, you know, a few years ago. You know, I, I will definitely, you know, put the spoiler flag, you know, in the dirt. Yeah. yeah. Ahoy mateys, there's spoilers ahoy. <laughs> yeah, I mean we get some really cool backstory with Hiei. It's better than mm-hmm. the backstory we got in the last section. I believe it was the last section. Where it was like, yes. oh, he was a kid and he got thrown off a cliff. Ice people are mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they dive really deep into that. Um, and we get some really cool backstory with Karama. And we, uh, again, like I said before, um, the, the intro animation does kind of spoil it a little bit. But we do get to see some of our favorite returning faces from the Dark Tournament um, in this section as well. Um, of course, we're talking about Chu, Jin, Toya. Suzuka, oh, sorry, the beautiful Suzuka, pardon me, and uh, Shishi Wakamaru, which is really cool, and we'll we'll dive into that a little bit. You know, obviously, don't want to don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, but again, I I I was saying it as I was watching it. Um, season four, outside of the Karama stuff, I I definitely don't care for it as much as I do the rest of the show. Um, just because it's just one of those things. There's a lot of really good ideas. You'll see with we only have 18 episodes to cover three years of time effectively, whereas which is clearly not a whole lot considering we spent 40 episodes two seasons ago covering a week worth of dark tournament. Right. So we are all and you noticed it, too. We're moving at a breakneck pace here um, this season. We got to get shit done. Yeah. And I mean, not to mention we're spending, you know, I think five or six Maybe five. And, mm-hmm. you know, parts of one, maybe. Um, sorry, that math didn't check out there. My bad. Um, <laughs> but we spend like four or five episodes on the Hiei and Karama backstories. Yeah, like, like most most of this chunk is, I mean, if you were to really just break it down on a just a super, you know, rudimentary level, it's Yusuke going to Demon World, Hiei and Karama's backstory literally for the rest of our section. Yep. And then them all heading to wherever the fuck they're heading to. The yeah, place to there. Uh, what's his name? Tommy in Karama? Uh, Yomi. Yomi. Uh, Yomi. That's, Yomi, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Where they're going to have their uh, their tournament, effectively, which which is what they're building up to, obviously. This is effectively another tournament arc, and that's how we... Uh, that's how we end the show, but uh, you know we'll dive into all of that. There'll be plenty. There'll, there'll be plenty there to unpack. But you know, in the meantime, Cody, we do have a little bit of news. Um, you know, I guess we'll get, we'll do the veggies first, right? You know, we we all watch anime, Cody. We don't watch anime on DVDs. Some of us maybe go to the you know the dark scurvy parts of the internet and give our computers aids to watch anime. But most of us, we watch them on streaming services. And Cody. Uh, as you were saying, a, a lot of these prices are getting ready to increase very soon. So I feel like we talk about this like once a year at least. Um, <laughs> a couple of the major do. ones go up, and you know, starting with Hulu. Uh, if you have Hulu, check your email because it's going up. Um, <laughs> ad-free Hulu is fourteen ninety nine, which is, you know, it's fine. I remember when it went up from eleven ninety nine. I remember when it went up from nine ninety nine. Um. Now it'll be seventeen ninety nine. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I mean, it's just insane. Um, and you, y'all, y'all can't even give us the rest of the dark tournament on Hulu. Like, what's going on? Who's, 
who's pulling the strings over there. So Hulu might be on the chopping block for me at least. Um, but yeah, it just, it just sucks. Like I, I just hate you hate to see it. You know, Chris, we, we we talked about it before the cast. Like life isn't getting any cheaper, <laughs> and we're not making any more money. But we say you know we just got to spend right. more. Um, I wish I got a raise every year like that to uh, to compensate for the increase of uh, <laughs> of my, my streaming services. Man, Chris, I'm gonna walk into my boss's office and be like, "Hey, Hulu's going up. All right, I need like another dollar an hour. All right, so, <laughs> please." <laughs> Um, but yeah, Hulu's going up, and then and that takes place October twelfth, um, and then Amazon Prime starting in twenty twenty four. They are rolling out a price hike, basically. So I think if you have Amazon Prime right now, I think you're paying. I think I pay like fourteen dollars or fourteen ninety nine or twelve ninety nine is what I pay monthly. Okay, so you haven't been. Soon that will change to fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're on like a, you might be on like a grandfathered in plan. I don't know. Eventually they got me. They caught mm-hmm. me, and I think they found out I was paying less. But they're doubling down well, on that. <laughs> well, what's weird is I. I feel like you know I, here I am talking shit about the price increases, but I I don't. I don't see it all that much because like I've had, man, I've had most of these streaming services for, you know, I mean, shit, I've had Netflix since, since you had to order the DVDs in the mail. Mm -hmm. So, and I had Hulu the minute like Netflix became an app, Hulu kind of popped up and I, it was Hulu was like, like that kind of weird one, like the, oh, this is cool. There's shit on here that I can't see on Netflix. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get this. And it was like three ninety nine a month or it, I wasn't paying much of anything for it. Um, but over like the, those 15 years, I really haven't like paid much attention to it. I'm sure prices have gone up, but I, I don't know if I'm, like you said, I'm getting grandfathered into things because I don't feel like I'm spending or I'm getting charged nearly as much as everybody else, which, you know, not, to, not to brag, but I'm definitely okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty soon they're all going to be at like 20 bucks an hour, uh, 20 bucks an hour, 20 bucks. Uh, I will <laughs> might as well. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's one of those unfortunate things that just, inflation is just wild. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so Amazon will be, have ad-free viewing on their videos, which I probably will just suffer the ads on Amazon. You know, mm-hmm. I, I use Amazon Prime for when I'm ordering stuff. Uh, I use yeah. the free subscription on Twitch to, uh, you know, my favorite streamers, all that stuff, the RVA returners, you know what I'm saying? Of course. If you know, you Hey-o. know. Um, right. Yeah, I probably won't pay this kicker price. Um, I think they're just, yeah. they are tripping on that shit. Um, <laughs> well, plus they already throw an ad at the beginning of your show anyhow on Amazon. Like, it'll be like... Well, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I, I remember I was watching something and they gave me an ad for the boys. I'm like, I'm already here. Like I'm watching the boys. <laughs> like I, I'm in, I'm in your house. I, I pulled up. I paid my fee. <laughs> you know, I, I don't go to Applebee's and they give me a fucking Applebee's ad before they bring the menu out, right? Like you're not even making it. Like, bro, I, you got me. <laughs> like, 
I'm here. <laughs> what do you want? I'll, I'll take my endless boneless wings, please. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I never understood oh, why they like funny. try to like shoehorn that in. Um, who knows? Maybe there'll be a lawsuit down the road of that about that because they're already, you know, shoving ads down our throat. But you know, right? I definitely won't pay that <laughs> kicker. Um, no. Yeah, and then I mean, when you look at, <clears throat> you know, even though it is the worst app. Automation has been like five ninety nine forever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just a bummer, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm tired of my prices going up, and it's not like the content's getting any better. Like, they, I, Cody, I, I've got it all down to a science. We'll get a random new show, maybe every month. We'll get like new, maybe a new movie every Friday, maybe, maybe. And then it's like some streaming services, like they, they fucking get you. They're, they're like, oh, now you've got to tune in every week. Like it's real fucking TV, Cody. I have streaming services, so I don't have to watch regular fucking TV. I don't want to have to like wait till Tuesday of next week to watch my next episode of what the fuck ever. Just give it to me all at once so I can watch it at my own fucking speed. Because what's happening, Cody, is I'm finding, and here's the thing, because I'm not watching it every week. I'm literally waiting for it to be finished, and then my wife and I, I, I want to watch Ahsoka so fucking bad, but there's, I want to, I want to watch season three of Only Murders in the Building really fucking bad, but I don't want to watch it every week. I want them to hurry up and fucking finish it so I can sit down and watch it all in one fell swoop. Yeah, they're killing yeah. me. No, it's definitely. It's definitely changed since, like, when these things first came out, for sure. Yeah, brother, like, season one, Stranger Things, they were like, here you go. Season two, here you go. Season three, here you go. Season four, uh, <laughs> not getting all of it. Yeah, they're all doing the Attack on Titan thing. <laughs> oh, my God, brother. People are talking it's about, rough. you know, oh, when's Attack on Titan ever going to end? It's like, brother, every show does what Attack on Titan does now. I hate that. It's become the norm. It has absolutely become the norm. Let me pull you back down to reality here. Right? As you oh, wait brother. For, you know, part 10 of Big Brother, whatever fucking show right. you're watching. I don't know. Um, no, and it's it's so frustrating. And I, I just hate that they're, they're taking away the experience they promised us. And then they're charging us more for it. Cody, they are, they are slapping us in the face and asking us if we want another. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it's wild, man. But I'll, I'll definitely... I don't think I'm going to cancel anything yet. I'm just going to try to spread the wealth out. Because usually, yes. you know, I watch whatever we watch for the podcast, which is usually like mm -hmm. Hulu, Netflix, or Funimation. So I, yeah. I, I've pretty much nixed Crunchyroll unless we have another show that comes up on Crunchyroll. Exactly, um, same. But like, I need to... I definitely need to watch HBO more. I've been watching Amazon quite a bit this month. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's just, just one of those unfortunate things, you know? Much like it's nice. finding out Yusuke's a demon, you know? Yeah. It's right, but, it you, but you must soldier <laughs> and you've got a soldier on. But um, other, and as far as other news, um, obviously this Thursday is when Castlevania Nocturne premieres on Netflix. Hopefully they don't fuck us and just to go ahead and just give us all the episodes because we will be just diving right into that right after we finish you, you Haka show, which we have this podcast. And next week is going to be uh, us finishing it up. 
So we're diving. We're in no no pull. We're just diving right into Castlevania Nocturne. Um, that'll probably just take us one week. We'll probably just watch the whole thing in one go. Yeah, because I think it's only like ten episodes or eight episodes. Yeah. We'll probably just yeah. Do it'll one, be it'll be a one week. Yeah, we'll probably just do one big episode, talk about it all, and you know, I'm sure exactly. it's going to deliver. You know, Castlevania, like you said, no no pull needed. That's grandfathered in. Uh, that's right that's just right. like those old hulu prices huh? <laughs> right, that's right much like my hulu prices castlevania nocturne is grandfathered in to the podcast so i'm really really excited about that but we will knowing that castlevania is coming up we will have a poll next week yeah so probably do some scary anime movies or series yes it um, is uh it is a spoopy season so we are going to go into the spoopy stuff yeah, I will definitely, you know, take some time out of this week and, you know, look for some some scary shows. I got same. a couple in mind. Um, mm-hmm. Same, 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 same. But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I saw. Oh, Chris, we have the Onimusha Netflix series yes. as well. Um, speaking of speaking of scary animes, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> uh, yeah, Onimusha, uh, based on the Capcom video game, which, you know, I have very fond memories of. That was one of the first big, like, must own titles on the PS2 back in the day. Like it was, I, I remember I, that was a game I got when I, when I got my PS2 Onimusha might've been like the first game I got at like a midnight release. Yeah. I feel like any kid that had Onimusha, like you could trust their opinions mm-hmm. on, on games. Like you pull yeah. up, you see, you see some staples, you see your Resident Evil four, your Onimusha, yep. your Devil May Cry, you're like, all right, this guy knows what's up. Exactly. I mean, Onimusha was kind of the precursor to a lot of like that because it, it was kind of had that same like pre-fixed, pre-rendered background, like resident, old Resident Evil style, but it didn't have like the tanky controls. The controls were way more fluid, um, which makes me think that like Onimusha was like the prototype for like the next Resident Evil game, which, from what I understand, re- was was going to be Resident Evil Four, which ultimately turned the original Resident Evil Four ultimately turned into Devil May Cry or something like that. Before they overhauled Resident Evil Four and it became what it is today. What a wild time, Chris! You know, ended up having three great, you. three great series to go on with. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, and that, uh, that, look that, what you heard: the PS2 era is one of the best of all time. Oh, I, you will hear no argument from me, sir. You know, I might, <laughs> I might argue, <clears throat> you know, I might argue one maybe better. Um, a PS2 is peak life. Yeah, and, absolutely. But um, yeah, I mean, my first end, DVD. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing we're we're a little skeptical of is you said some stuff about the animation, which I I watched a little bit it, of the trailer. It looks very dodgy. Looks a little dodgy. Yeah, it does look like. Maybe they're trying a little too hard. Like, it's super detailed. It just looks weird. Like, it's... I don't know. It, it, it's it's how... You know, I mentioned it before the podcast when we were talking about it. It's kind of like how we felt when we first saw the Grudge of Edinburgh trailer, which, you know, obviously we were skeptical, skeptical about how it looked, and, mm. you know... It being it's seven t- deadly sins. <laughs> yeah, it's seven deadly sins. So it's like already like, oh, this is dog shit. Um, yes. And then we ended up liking that movie, and we liked the animation style, so... Fingers crossed that that's the situation we're looking at with this. Um, yeah, it, it will be premiering on November second on Netflix. So, 
Okay, so right after spooky season. Yeah. So that could be something. So even if spooky season takes us a little over, you know, that could be one we could look at uh, around that time. But I'm really excited about it. So I think I think it'll be a good watch. Yeah, definitely excited for so, it. You know, and you know, it gets more eyes on the series. Maybe we'll get you know, reboot another mm-hmm. game, a remake. You know, something, anything like that would be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Chris, I think that's pretty much it this week. Uh, as far as news goes, you know, we got. Oh, I, actually, you know what, Chris? We get. Have you started playing Cyberpunk yet? Where, where, I have. I most certainly have, brother. Can we get a, that, uh, we get a report the, on uh, that? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, for those who have, you know, were playing Cyberpunk when the game first came out, uh, you, and you said go, and you told it to go fuck itself. You need to. You need to play it again. The 2.0 update is the game we should have gotten three years ago. Um, it. It is. It feels like a brand new game. Um, a lot of the obviously a lot of the bugs and glitchy stuff had been patched out incrementally. You know, a lot of that stuff had been fixed. Uh, but this this 2.0 just revamps the entire game. Like it is 100% not the same game that came out in what 2020. So I, I highly recommend. It. And then obviously the and you don't even and you don't need to buy the. The whatever I keep wanting to say, Sons of Liberty, but that's not what it's called. Uh, whatever the the fall, whatever the Liberty, uh, the Idris Elba DLC, you don't need to buy that to get the 2.0. That's just a free update if you've got the game. So, interesting. Well, I'm you know, I love a good comeback story. Um, brother, I'm do the anime save that fucking game like straight up because it wasn't like until the anime like, people were just like this is my new coaster slash doorstop i'm 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 throwing copies of this on my fucking roof like a frisbee um but then like the amazing anime came out which also a lot more people have been watching again because uh, apparently too there are some crazy like new easter eggs that they put in the game uh as kind of a you know a tribute to the anime and the characters in it so again the anime one you know look i'm pretty sure once they got the negative reviews cd project red took their teams went back in the lab and clearly had to think of a way to fix this but i don't i really genuinely think the anime had a huge hand and how quickly a lot of this stuff got done or just because it kept eyes on the, on the franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I remember it got a patch a while back where it had like yeah. a quest featuring some of the characters from edge runners. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause it came out right around the same time edge runners did. But like, I couldn't believe that the Chris, what was it called that the main character was going through when, when you get too many parts added onto you? Oh, uh, cyber psychosis. I couldn't believe cyberpsychosis wasn't like a a major part of the regular game. Like, yeah, I was like, I, like watching the anime, I wanted to play it, and then it was like cyberpsychosis isn't like a real thing, like in the in the game for mm-hmm. the most part. I was like, what? Yeah, what? and then, then they well, that's then the they best added thing it. they've got. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that's the whole plot here. <laughs> like, yeah, y- y'all need to add that in. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and and they did. <laughs> so it's like, so it's it's. It's really cool watching that this, well, a probably in in my opinion, probably the best show of 2022, um, but also saved, like absolutely saved this game, and it's 100 percent worth playing. Like if you've owned it, you should give it another give it another go. Like yeah. 
I say, or if you haven't bought it, like I want to say, if you have a PS5, it's like thirty bucks or something right now for the base game. I think the DLC is the same price, but I think the base game right now is like thirty bucks as well. So completely worth buying if you don't have it or if you already have it like you know conveniently i did thank you irving diaz and a lot of us who just had it in their case just wasting away on their shelf definitely pick it up put it back in because it's a whole new game yeah yeah i'll definitely get to it you know i've got a stack of games as always in front of me that i you know i'll eventually get through um yeah it's it's always good to see you know i can't think of the the space game that Started off terrible and then they kind of oh no no man's sky no man's sky it's like another one of those where it's like mm-hmm. you know where a game was just shit off rip and then you know give it a couple yep. of years you know they they take those licks on the chin uh, all the all the complaints and metacritic reviews and all that and then to see him like turn around it's it's always a good thing to hear yeah. Cause, well uh, that's what it is obviously take note just get it yeah we mm-hmm. don't want less video games right <laughs> right. Well, the, the the trick is to make sure you get a, a really stellar fucking anime attached to it, and that might uh that might help the chances of the game surviving. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Chris, you know that's pretty much all the news we got this week. Chris, I've been snacking on this checks mix on the side, and I'm parched. Oh, you, you I must, am parched. Uh, that that checks mix is salty. So uh, you need to go ahead and wash that down with some sort of bevy there, Cody. So I need to know. And the people at home need to know what you drinking. Ooh, crispy. All right, Chris. Well, I almost pulled the plug on having a drink tonight because obviously I said my body's in shambles. But, you know, I can't. The show goes on. All right. That's right. A little hair of the dog that bit you. That'll get you going. So, Chris, I really keep you going. And I stopped at Walmart to grab this sweet bag of Chex Mix and some other snacks, um, which are probably horrible for my body as well. But you might as well double down. And I grabbed That's a, right. you know, the tall boy selection at Walmart is nothing like it used to be. Um, and so I went with just a Smirnoff Ice Smash Pink Lemonade. Um, looks Classic. Like, looks like it's a Raspberry Plus Lemonade. 8% alcohol. Mm. Um, full 16-ounce can. Let's see here. Do I got any, uh, looking at the stats here. 107 calories. You know, so we're we're still fitting in the two-piece. We'll be all right. Um, but yeah, you know, just something simple, kind of light, tastes refreshing. Um, I think I Great might, taste, less filling. Yeah, might have had this once on the podcast before. Um, you know, mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with a good rerun. So uh, that's what I'm having today, Chris. A nice <laughs> raspberry right. lemonade, Smirnoff smash, Yum. something. Yeah. Seems good to Yum me. Yum a dumb. What about, Absolutely. what about you, Chris? You know, it's, it's late. It's late where you're at it. You're, we're... we're <laughs> We're in the in the in the nighttime over there. It's ten ten for you. So uh, uh, that's right. That's what are you right. Drinking to close well, to close the day off. Well, well, I kind of spoiled it earlier, Cody. I said I like to have myself a little. Uh, you know, in the mornings, I like to have myself a little crown vanilla and coffee. Well, Cody, there's nothing wrong with having that in the evening as a little nightcap, a little decaf coffee, and a little crown vanilla. That's what I'm sipping on tonight, sir. All right. Love that, you know, running it back from Nationals Weekend. Love that. Chris, yeah, brother. Let me be the first to tell you, this Smirnoff Ice does not, um... This thing tastes like a Four Loco Junior. <laughs> no, no. This will not be getting... <laughs> Four Loco Junior! <laughs> this was not the play, I can tell you that right now, but you know, you know, no, Chris, no. like I said, the show goes on. But Chris, you know, before we get to you, Hawkeye Show, I do gotta tell you about the beer taste test, mm-hmm. or the beer 
blindfold test. Yes, yes, I heard you. I heard you fucking. You showed those fools what a fucking pro you are. Yeah, so you know it's our buddy Alex's um, bachelor mm-hmm. party, and you know he was feeling cocky. We've been drinking like the whole day on like Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. And you know you've seen. Well, I know you're not much of a TikToker, but. You'll see people do like those videos where they're like trying sodas and then they try to guess which one was which and they're way off. Um, and yeah, you see yeah, some, yeah. Some beer ones too. So we did our own little game. We only had three different kinds of beers, mm-hmm. but it's the two beers I drink the most, which is Natty Light and Bush Light, and then Michelob. Mm-hmm. So like I knew I was going to get Michelob easy. I mean, I knew I was going to get them all, but Alex went up first. They poured it in, took a photo, brought out the cups. And he got Natty Light and Bush Light wrong after he said the Bush Light was way better. Oh, after, oh no. Yeah, and I was like, That's oh, fucking damn. embarrassing. I'm like, all right, well, sign me up. <laughs> and Chris, I did the smell test and got them right before I even drank them. Oh. I, I, like, put them down. I'm like, remember these. Took the drinks. Michelob just tasted like shit. I was like, oh, that's clearly Michelob. And then Natty Light and Bush Light, man, it was tough. It was tough. I needed more beer in the cups, but there was none there. But I, you know, I went with my gut and got it right. So, you know. Love that, sir. Beer blind taste test champion here. Um, there it is. Can't wait to do it with more. I, I think we should do it with like six or seven beers and just see how far off we can go. Oh, dude, yeah. Next time we're uh, next time we're together, we'll get a we'll get a bunch of uh, tall boys, and I'll I'll pour you the little blind test. I'll I'll I won't go too far off the spectrum because I know I could I know I could stump you by grabbing a bunch of shit that you've probably never had, which that's not fair to you. But uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll make it we'll make it a fair taste test for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I'm down for anything. I don't I don't care. It was just fun. Neat little game, you know. Everybody's the pressure's on. All the boys are watching you. You're like, I can't fuck this up. I can't fuck That's this right. up. <laughs> but yeah, nailed nailed it there. So that was another fun little drinking story from the weekend. Um, yeah, Chris, I think it's, indeed. I think it's time for us to take a trip down to Di- to Demon World. Excuse me. Uh, you, you almost said Disney World. Same damn thing. Same damn thing. So uh, where we left off here, Cody. Um, you know, kind of just we're just rolling right into this from season three. We left off. The gang is back topside. They're they're back to their daily life. Yusuke is still just eaten up over not getting that fair fight against Sensui, right? Like he is still just eaten up over his body being taken over. Um and it, again, it haunts him effectively. So we kind of spend this this first episode really with Yusuke just really looking for some answers, um, which involves him visiting his, you know, visiting his normal, like his normal, what am I trying to say? Making his normal rounds, right? Um, he goes to see Genkai first, which, or I'll say he, he hears about Kawinma, like I'll say, because Quinma is still like kind of in exile from Spirit World, um, so he doesn't really get to talk to him yet. At least I don't think they talk first. I'm trying to remember the because the we're we're going we're going to be going at a breakneck speed this season because, like we yeah. said, we have 18 episodes to cover three years of living. But the, this first episode, really, the, the big important beats here is Genkai instructs Yusuke to go speak with the first. Ever spirit detective of Earth, and that is a uh, Kuroko Sato. She was the spirit detective before Sensui. Now, when we when we meet her, well, we don't meet her first. Yusuke go and she kind of lives out off the beaten path 
and when when you while Yusuke is heading there, he sees like corpses and like skeletons of like demons, and come to find out that she's actually trained her children, uh, Kaisei and Fubuki. Basically, they're the ones who, when anybody approaches their homestead, um, they spring into action and just absolutely fucking slaughter whatever comes their way. But uh, Yusuke proves to be a bit too much of a match for them, uh, kind of, which is kind of funny, because um, the, these two kids are pretty strong. But then we are introduced when uh, when Yusuke, you know, kind of gets the best of the kids. That's when uh, Kuroko uh, Sato shows up, which Cody, when you see her, she literally looks like Sensui with long hair. Yeah, this might, this might be the most lazily drawn character I've ever seen other than like yeah. the 350 bald guys that are soon to appear. Um, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> they're all so this she be- from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but, yeah, then we get to know Kuroko. Uh, her husband, um, you know, get to know the kids. Two. Not yep, not- and the husband's actually like the only one that's kind of normal. He's uh he's like an author, if uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's an author. And Kuroko and her kids are like they're like pretty powerful, and like the husband's actually like super normal. Like he's wearing his fucking like Mister Rogers vest. Like he is he is definitely like fucking soy boy beta cuck living in this house, but. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he doesn't loves fit him. in. He loves you know. them. Yeah, you know, slight yeah. cuck energy coming off this husband guy, but um. <laughs> that's right. We have we have a fun little moment with them where uh, you know, they're talking, and she she offers Yusuke some brandy, and the kids want to get some brandy, and they, you're thinking, oh my gosh, she's just fucking dumping liquor down these kids' throats, and uh, turns out it's uh, you know, for the kids, it's brandy flavored candy. And I think she gives Yusuke like a little bit in the tea she's serving. But what does she do, Cody? She is, you look, we say she's a lazily drawn character, but she is definitely a, just a fucking winner here on Shonen and Suds because she proceeds to get shit faced off this brandy. Yeah, you know, maybe a a future um, side, side, side character Hall of Fame. Um, Oh, brother, she is, she is deep in the peripherals (laughs) as far as side characters go. Exactly, yeah. But Chris, you know, we, we spend some time with Kuroko. Um, this kind of gets interrupted. You know, this kind of, you know, goes along with, like you said, the breakneck speed because the three bald guys show up. Um, yes. And they're basically like, hey, here's your invitation, Yusuke. You're coming back with us to Demon World to meet uh, Ryzen. Um, yep. But also, they hit us with some bullshit here, Cody, because they're one of them. the the main The main guy, what is his oh, name? Um, I forgot about the, the heart the, attachment uh, they think, had. Yeah, Hokushin, I think is his name. I think there's there's Hokushin, and then there's fucking dipshit one and dipshit two. Um, I don't remember the other ones' names. Um, it's it's like Saito and Tensei or something weird like that. But yeah, Krillin and they. Tien. You know, for all I can. Yeah, Krillin and Tien and then Kr- Krillin Shinhan. But Hokushin is the kind of the mouthpiece of the group, and he's an S class demon. And the other two were considered A class demons. And Yusuke is like, well, then how the fuck are you here? Yeah, Chris, how? How are they there? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, wait a goddamn minute. Well, Cody, they, they, they Hulkamania their shirt open. And you see they got this really weird fucking heart thing, and they're like, well, you know, if we wear this the entire time we're here, we can mask our demon energy, but we have to have it on. And I'm just thinking, like, that's bullshit. 
okay. First of all, that's bullshit. You are literally using that just as a way to come speak to Yusuke to get him where he needs to go. Yeah, but they, um, you're telling me that none of the S-rank demons, other than these three, cho- three chodes, um, <laughs> these no, three chodes, exactly. know about this um, device that you guys have attached to your hearts? Like, you know, what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, I ha- there's that overarching thing that Yusuke's a demon, so I'm watching this like I don't fucking care. I don't care. You know, <laughs> from here on out, I, you know, I'm just waiting for this thing to be <laughs> on fire in the dumpster, but. You know, they tell us about yeah. uh, he's he's going to go, needs to go meet Ryzen, which Ryzen, we obviously know, is mm-hmm. the guy that kind of took over Yusuke's body, and Yusuke's been, you know, kind of bent out of shape talking, you know, thinking about. Um, you know, we saw him at mm-hmm. school, wasn't acting the same around Keiko and Kuwabara. Um, and so, yep. he is one of three kings in Demon World, Chris, and these three kings have basically kind of like, you know, they, they fight, then they have an alliance and a truce, and then they fight, and, you know, it's just... And an endless well, kind of power struggle in Demon World. Yeah, because the big thing here is, and this is where we get a little bit of the backstory about what's going on with the 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 power vacuum, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, in Demon World. Because the the big hot button issue in Demon World, you know, in Demon World politics, is feasting on human bodies. Uh, where Ryzen has taken the stance that he is not going to eat human flesh anymore. And uh, Makuro's like, well, how about Makuro? So it's Ryzen, Makuro, and Yomi are the three effective three kings that are vying for, you know, power here in Demon World. Um, Ryzen doesn't want to eat humans anymore. Makuro's kind of like, fuck that. That's stupid. This is, you know, we're we're going to eat humans. We always eat humans. and I forget what Yomi's stance is. Um, I don't think Yomi cares either way, but I don't remember. So you'll have to correct me on that yeah, again. I'm, I honestly, I, I, I check out a little bit on as far as the reasoning because it's paper fucking thin yeah, as I, to why they're fighting. Yeah, I, you know, I they're demons. Remember. They they don't need a reason like this to fight. I can't remember what Yomi's reason is, but Yomi, I I don't trust anything he fucking says anyhow. So it's just like. Whatever his reason is, I'm sure he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. And Yomi, you know, to kind of, you know, Yomi ends up being the main antagonist for this entire season. Um, And we get some great moments with him later. But anyway, so Yusuke has to basically, there's a little test of strength between him and Hokushin. And uh, I want to say. Yusuke's holding his own until like Hokushin like has like he 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 goes from being Tian Shinhan to fucking Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. Um and is able to beat Yusuke. Yeah, he goes um, all, he goes full to holism here. And uh Yeah, he sure does. He sure does. You know, beats Yusuke and you know, Yusuke's like now he mm-hmm. he's got a couple days to think about whether or not he wants to accept this, you know, invitation. Um I think they they tell him that it's going to be like three years, or maybe they say that a little bit later, but he's basically telling Keiko, you know, he goes to say his final farewells to Keiko after, you know, coming to terms with going, which takes all of, like, you know, one scene change. He's like, yeah, I'm going. All right. Yeah. Let me go say goodbye to the love of my life. Tell her I'll be back on his 18th birthday. Not even her 18th birthday. He's like, I'll be back on my birthday. <laughs> and Yeah, uh, so he kind of has to break the, break the news out to the gang that he's, uh, that he's fucking off, um, which we it kind of a 
kind of a sore spot for Keiko, right? But then the other thing too is, well, obviously Kuwabara is fucking pissed about it too. Um, Rightfully so, man. Because now mm, you know we'll, we have the meeting of all the mm-hmm. homies, and you find out Karama mm-hmm. and Hie are getting called to the other two demons. Yeah. So Karama's going with Yomi, and Hie is going with mm-hmm. Makuro, and it's like Kuwabara's like we're a fucking team, guys. What are we doing? Like, yeah. Once again, well, they're the like, best well, Kubar, You're gonna stay home and get fucking. Uh, you're gonna stay home and get that education, bro. Yeah, you're gonna stay home and be a doctor. And he's just like, okay, bye, guys. I'm like, what the? F-? He's like, well, I guess. It's like, <laughs> it's like, bro. Dude, uh, well, well, part of that also too is uh, Shizuru definitely gave him an ass beating like the first time we saw him this season, as and told him is like, you know, you if you can't just sit here and fight demons all the time. You know, you're not stupid. You need to, uh, you need to make something of yourself. Not like me. Yeah. Okay. Shizuru who falls in love with every villain we come across. Okay. Brother, she is just starving, starving. She's hurting for a squirting. Dude. Yeah. Just tell her to piss off Kuwabara. (laughs) Um, but you know, so the three basically say their goodbyes to everybody. You know, Genkai, you got a lot of the friends are around. Um, Shizuru's there. Keiko, um, you know, she's already been told, you know, so she kind of just bows out of that. And, you know, they... yeah, but Yusuke does offer to, before he leaves, he goes and visits her at her little, her and her dad's restaurant. And, you know, and he tells her, and he has, he has this little cool moment where he basically tells her that, you know, if, uh, you know, wait, when I come back, we'll get married. Yep. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Which is well, it's also funny that like Yusuke is also just kind of like, uh, or Keiko's dad's like, oh, he used to use that line on you all the time, Keiko. Mm-hmm. But I think this time he actually means it because uh, you know she's up in her room and Yusuke kind of gives the wave as he walks, you know, walks out of the restaurant and heads out to where where he needs to go because Cody, um, we are now heading to Demon World, which is where we're pretty much gonna spend the rest of the show. Um, he follows um, Hokushin and the other two fucking numb nuts. Um, basically, follows them in the Demon World, and they have to. Uh, well, they have to go. Yeah, they gotta run. You know. <laughs> yeah, they they're 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 shitting and getting, as it were. <laughs> yeah, and so they they run for like ten whole days or whatever the fuck it was. Brother, Some and I want to say I got a time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if it happens here or if it's in the next episode when they get to when they get to him, they hear rise like Ryzen's stomach kind of growls on like at like certain intervals. Yeah, they get and to... oh, go ahead. Yeah, they get they mm-hmm. get to him in this episode. Um, you know, and yeah. He's... You can hear rising, like you said, it like sh- it's like an earthquake basically when he's hungry because he's been starving for. Mm. We come to find out, I think it's like seven hundred years or something. Um, yeah, what, what... he he has gone without eating humans for a very very long time. Yeah, and you know and when Yusuke more... comes, no, we'll get ahead. some more backstory on that too. Because um, when Yusuke of... comes face to face with Ryzen, he just immediately is like, "Fuck you, old man!" Like you, uh. You know, I'm still mad that you took over my body. So he he, he goes on the offense really quickly, but Cody, uh, Ryzen just squashes him real fucking quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't even like a 
not even a fight, really. Like, it's just a, you know, even though he hasn't eaten in 700 years, like, just, brother, yeah. you don't even stand a chance. Um, and basically, um, he agrees, he agrees to start training, well, he agrees to start training him here for, for what's to come with this, um, with, um, battling for power, because it doesn't happen here, but when, when we come back to Ryzen, let me, let me double check, because I think when he, we come back to Ryzen, Ryzen actually dies. Yeah, in a, in a few episodes, yeah, but he, he's basically you and Yusuke up to be the next one to sit the throne and be the king of Demon yep. Um Exactly. You know, which is the exactly. farthest but, from where we started on this show, for what it's worth. Oh <laughs> man, it's 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 where we, it's it's weird that that's where we're going. Um, but you know, we we leave Yusuke for a little bit here, Cody, because now it's time to get some backstory on Hie. So, because Hie was called to Demon World by Makuro, um, who actually has a past that's kind of intertwined. Um, with Hiei, because we get the really the big backstory here about Hiei is um, um, I want to say because because of the type of demon he was, I'm trying to remember, trying to remember, um, because Hiei was thrown off a cliff because it was like a fire, because like, yeah, he's a sister, he was a fire demon, and he basically had to get chucked off a cliff or like yeah. his family would have been killed or some shit, like he he wasn't supposed to be around. Yeah, his his mom slept with a man, which is against the ice clan's yes. rules. You have to, you know, have yeah, the that's stork. Yeah, right. That's right. Got to have the stork deliver it on the doorstep, like the olden days. Um, <laughs> and so, if you if you sleep with a man, get pregnant, you are you must then you know climb the highest mountain and throw your child off of it. Um, you know, and she does it. Yeah, you know, she does it. Yeah, she she does it, and then um, you know, eventually. He, we we get a lot of stuff with Hiei, so I can't remember. I think he first goes to. I can't remember the guy's name. the The surgeon oh, dude. The surgeon, uh, Shigure. Shigure. So he goes to Shigure in search because he wants to get this Jigan eye implant. Um, yeah. So, so we're, can find... we're, we're getting that back. Uh, exactly. This is where we get the uh, the story of him getting the Jigan eye. Yeah, and then you know, so he gets the surgery. From this crazy guy who, you know, we've met him in present day at this point in front of Makuro, because Makuro's been testing Hiei against just waves of demons. And then Shigure kind of shows up, and, you know, Hiei, obviously, as soon as he sees him, he's a very unique-looking character with, like, this circular blade around him. Like, he obviously recognizes him from his past, and then we kind of get that flashback uh, where he gets Mm -hmm. the Jiganai, goes back to his village, and basically, you know, his mother, I think she had committed suicide, or she had died... Oh, she... Maybe she died shortly after. I can't remember what it was exactly. Um, mm-hmm. She's no longer there, and the lady who told Hiei as a child, that, you know, when you come back, make sure you 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 take me out first for what I've done to you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he kind of just is like these these people are already dead inside. There's no reason to even even go through with it. And so then he he I think she tells him about the the pearl or whatever the whatever. Um, his sister has the same necklace. Yep, because it's uh, it's Yukina's tears, and then yeah. we get kind of a cool little flashback of a. Uh, um, I, this happens before where like Tarukane kidnapped Yukina back in season one, so we get a little bit of that. 
and I want to say, and I can't remember if this happened before. We're, we're getting a lot of like time jumps during this. Yeah, old Ballsack man makes a reappearance. Um, that's right. Yeah, we get a, some flashbacks of Yukina, and like that's how he kind of like found her was because this uh, the other lady that was at the ice village gave him the matching necklace. Um, yeah, which I don't even know how many of those there are at this point. Um. Considering, like, when you see her cry, there's like eight thousand of these fucking orbs that come, these uh, these pearls that come out of her eyes. So who knows how many? Yeah, good, well, because then Makuro breaks one out later. I'm pretty sure he lost one. Like, I, I don't know how yeah. many. Like, I, I thought it was one in one. I thought this was like a, you know, a, a two mm. a two necklace group here. But I'm pretty sure you know Karama's probably repping one. You know, <laughs> probably got a couple in like his pocket. <laughs> you know, like I don't. They're not so special mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but, you know... We exactly. Do get, we do get... The, you know, we find out that Hiei actually trained with Shigure. And, you know, after getting yep. his Shiganai to kind of, like, get up to speed with everything. And so they spent some time together, but basically now they are... They, they have to fight to become Makuro's, like, second-in-command, basically. And, yeah, and they actually have a really good fight, but, uh, dude, Hiei cuts his fucking, like, the top of his head off, brother. Yeah, and Hiei cuts his own arm off to do it. So it was, like... A very cool, like it's it's not much of a fight. It's like a one clash kind of scene, um, mm-hmm. and then they kind of slow it down for us so we can see it. Um, and yeah, he he defeats him, but he's fucked up, Chris. Like he is sliced across the abdomen, arm chopped off, and so Makuro kind of puts him in the hyperbolic mm-hmm. time chamber. Um, and we get basically like I'm pretty sure like the entire plot of the Afro Samurai movie is actually right in this like five mm-hmm. minutes. Um, where just some fucked up half robot cyborg lady is reviving. Yeah, <laughs> which this whole time, this whole time, Makuro had been referred to as a he, but Makuro is actually a she. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. And no one ever saw Makuro's face um, under this like weird fucking wrap with like I don't know papers and shit sticking out of it. Yeah, she's just a, a sketchy looking mummy. Um, and, and then she yeah. takes the wrap. Her, hand, her hands are and her hands are bound in front of her. Yeah, she's she's seen better days. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, yeah and so you know she kind of helps EA recover. And meanwhile, Chris, we uh, you know, we shift gears once again, and we we head over to. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to catch up with everything we have. Then we head over to um. Karama's story. We're going to get Karama's backstory, which I think I think the Karama backstory is probably the most interesting part of season four because we're introduced to Yomi, who used to be Yoko's right hand man. Um, now Yomi was reckless, always kind of going out on his own, um, and who Yomi is actually now blind um, because he was actually. Uh, this happened um, in a fight with a demon. Um, a, a, uh, I want to say a more powerful demon that he was trying to rob. Um, and I want to say, and Yomi, well, no, let me see. Yomi went out on a mission on his own. And we get we get this backstory here, but it was actually Yoko who who ambushed him and wanted it. So, sorry, I'm, I'm getting, I'm all over the place here um, because we get a lot of like, we see like the cruel side of Karama in this section to how Karama is actually the one who caused Yomi to be in the position that he's in now. Yeah. So basically 
Like we see them going on missions, and you you get that that tone that Yomi's kind of like reckless, like you said, like he's walking in a trap, getting their soldiers killed. And it seems like Yoko was kind of fed up with it, and so the last time Yomi went off on his own, Karama or Yoko um, sent. I think he sent the guy who attacked him after him, and that's the guy that cut his eyes out. And you know, we flashed to present day as you know, you know, Karama and Yomi are kind of you know just chatting it up. Um, and he actually has the fucking guy or the demon still that cut his eyes out. Yep. Like, just locked up and like never, like never killing him. And he finally actually kills him. Um, but then he, he also explains to Karama that, you know, the demon eventually told him that, that it was him, that it was Yoko Karama that actually, you know, caused him or ordered him to attack him. And it's like, Hmm. Well, and what I like too, like Yomi, we have that really cool moment where Yomi can, he, Karama is usually very stoic and, has a hell of a poker face, but Yomi can hear the change in like Karama's heartbeat mm-hmm. when, you know, when he knows like Karama's planning something or worried about something or thinking about, you know what I mean? Like he, cause he brings it to his attention. He's like, wait a minute. You know, he's like, I, I know what's going on. Cause I felt the, I felt the change in your heartbeat. You seem pretty excited about something. Um, so, so it's really cool how like, Yomi's power, Yomi's power has definitely risen um, in the time that, you know, from the last time he saw Karama. But, you know, Yomi, the reason he's there is, well, he wants him to serve under him. Um, but, you know, Yomi, he's not just going to trust Karama to, to do it willingly. So he basically has a demon basically threatening to kill uh, Karama's mother. Now wait, Chris. Let me let me let me pause you there. Haven't mm-hmm. didn't we already do this storyline, brothers? They've tried this so many times. They've they've tried to kill his mom so many times, and it doesn't work with our man Soto with his little button. Yeah, it's like what. And this is where you know, you know again more flaws here. You know, I didn't hate this start of season four, but you can mm-hmm. see the cracks in the wall, right? Um. Yeah, it just seems like a lazy, like, I already, I've seen this. It doesn't work out for the guy threatening Karama's mom, so, um, you know, Karama ends up, you know, he's thinking it over, very similar to how Yusuke was thinking over Ryzen's, um, you know, Mm. orders to serve under him, and so Karama actually goes back to Living World, um, and basically says he's gonna gather these, these six fighters, you know, the fucking boys. Um, The homies! you, you know, the whole gang. Um, who apparently, like, he basically has them start training under Genkai at this time, and this is, yeah. Chris, you know all the names. I, I know Chu and Yo-Yo Boy. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, Jin, Chu, Toya, Renku, Suzuka, and Shishiwaka, or Suzuka, um, the, oh, sorry, the beautiful Suzuka. There it is. Um, and Shishiwaka Maru. So, basically, all of the homies from the Dark Tournament, uh, Renku and Chu from Team Rakuyukai, Toya and Jin from Team Masho, um, Suzuka and Shishiwakamaru from uh, Team Yuri Yatogi. So, so the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Now, Chris, you know, I thought that could have been a perfect option um, to slide our boy Kuwabara mm-hmm. right back into the story. But, you know, 
Yeah. Let's just work with the bad um, guys, I guess. My favorite, you know, it's, it's... And my favorite part of this whole section was when they were training with Genkai. Chu is doing his, he's on a fucking tightrope with his big bottle of fucking Alki, just practicing and just getting fucking schnookered the whole time. And then, uh, you know, we see Rinku break out his new attack. He's got yo-yos, not just between his fingers, Cody. He's got them bitches between his toes. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's good to see the boys, you know, Chu yep. once again back in his element. Again, that's right. He he could be the a guest boys. on Shonen and Sons anytime. <laughs> Goddamn right, the boys are back in time. Yeah. Um, we get that, but we also have Chris. We have um, is it Sachi? Sachi is like the yeah. he's the, the other like the general. Yeah, he's the current second in command. And Sachi, you know, while Karama heads back to the human world, uh, we we see. Uh, who's the nerdy guy from season three? Karama's you like, mean well, you Kaito? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even offers like his help, and Karama's like, yeah, you know, I appreciate the offer, but you know, this is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah brother, this is way above your reading level. Yeah, and you know, we see, you know, Karama has this has this stepbrother from his his human mom marrying another man. Um, mm -hmm. we, we can see Kuwabara was invited to the wedding. Love to see that. Um, yeah, you know, probably boom, boom, with all the bridesmaids. I would like to think. Of um, course. Well, no, he, he, brother, he, he is too in love. He would never do that to Yukina. I just want to see like the clip of him and Yukina hitting like the cha-cha slide or something. You know, just something. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! Give me something other than just taking him out of the show entirely. Um, <laughs> anything, anything, please. Um, but yeah, Sachi sends his little, his little dumb little blue demon friend to like. His little like parasite, his yeah. little parasite demon. And he takes over Karama's, you know, stepbrother, who meet, he tells him to meet him out by, you know, wherever they meet, and he calls him bro, and Karama immediately is like, "You're not who you're saying you are." So, um, spill the beans. <laughs> right. And then the parasite reveals itself, and Karama's like, "Look, you're gonna be my subordinate. You're never gonna." do anything with Sachi, otherwise I'm basically just going to slaughter you and you're going to beg for me to kill you and that's never going to happen. And, you know, this parasite <laughs> demon's like, yes, sir. Yep. You got it, boss. Like, <laughs> Credit card, you got it. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, Sachi um, eventually then later on goes to attack Karama. Or he's like following Karama, like listening to him and Yomi's conversations. You know, he's, he's peanut butter and jealous is what he is. Um, that's right and he's mad because Karama shows up with the homies you know Chu and the gang and their power levels are all over like 120,000 they got the fucking they got the scanners like it's Dragon Ball Z and um, yeah and because the big the big thing there is um, while they were strategizing Karama basically said that you know you Ryzen and Makuro are all pretty equal but it's the strength of the second in command that's really going to make the determination in this battle. Um, and Sachi's kind of weak, but he but he brings an entire army with him, which is huge for Yomi. But that's when we really, and then like you said, these six that Karama brought. The, their power levels are fucking ridiculous. Which even like the dude who was who who keeps track of all the power levels were just like, holy shit! Yeah, it definitely has like a Nappa moment. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and obviously and then, uh, she's jealous, so mm -hmm. he follows after Karama, and, kind of attacks him, 
And, you know, Kurama tur- tur- kind of, like, it when he's in Demon World, he can kind of, like, willy-nilly kind of transform into Yoko Kurama. I don't know how long that's going to stand. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of power struggle on the inside, but um, then, you know, before he, he finishes off Sachi, Sachi goes to call up his, his old parasite buddy, and he's like, brother, I don't work for you, so kick rocks. Yeah. Kurama's my daddy now. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Man. That's right, and Karama just sends his ass packing. Yep, and that freeze, of course. His brother from the Parasite guy, I think he just fucked off, to be honest. He was like, let me get out of here while I can. Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like you said, I think Karama's story with Yomi, like the backstory there is cool, and this stuff with Sachi's kind of neat, you know, a little jealousy, but now we've got, you know, Karama's team's looking like the fucking goats. Like, <laughs> Yes. Like he he's got seven of the best fighters we've seen in this show, um, you know, maybe the leader's a little bit whack, sure, um, but they they've got themselves a an Avengers here. Um, That's right. They they have definitely formed the uh the, the they're they are they're like fucking damn Yankees, brother. It's like Ted Nugent, the fucking the fucking dude from Night Raven. It's the best. <laughs> yep. Um. So you know, Chris, it's been a minute. So let's. Now, before we wrap up this this chunk of this season, we got to go check in with our boy Yusuke. And, you know, yeah, I think at this point, a year... Our final story dump. Yeah, I think at this point, a year has passed in Yusuke's training. He's definitely beaten all the bald dude's asses. Um, yeah, brother, because, like, they definitely make it go out of their way to be like, six months have passed, three months later, and it's like, okay. Yeah, and then, you know, so it's time, you know, time to see what's going on, but Chris... While they're training, we don't hear a uh, we don't hear the stomach growl. You yeah. know, it's, the time has passed, or we're supposed to get that, and um, you know, then that that causes you know all of the Tians and Shiatsus and Krillins of the world uh, to panic about their leader. So they head in. Yusuke heads in to check in on Ryzen, who's freaking out and going ham, foaming at the fucking mouth. Yeah, trying to tries to attack Yusuke, but he he doesn't stand a chance now. Like he is he is that weak. Um, you know, he's on his deathbed at pretty much any kind of, you know, after Yusuke kind of wins, like, fights him and, like, sort of fights him, basically just outpowers him. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Cody, if you haven't eaten for 700 years, she might be a little frail. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and then he kind of tells the story on that, and that's where we get that 700-year number. Um, basically, um, you know, he was a demon in a time when the mm-hmm. humans and demons, there was no... Kai barrier. There was no, you know, it was all. I mean, the demons were just living it up, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically, eventually, you know, uh, after raging all night, Ryzen got hurt. I can't remember how how he got hurt, but he he got some wounds and ends up coming across this like medicine woman uh, who he promptly falls in love with. You know, she like. You know, they, they do the thing. They they beat cheeks. You know, do the- well. Well, because at first, well, she also has like this thing. Because she was like, "Well, go ahead and eat me." Um, and he's like, "Well, but I also want to warn you." She's like, "I want to warn you if you eat me, my butt, my body, and my blood is full of toxins, um, that will kill you." Um, you know, if if you do eat me, so <laughs> well, Cody, he eats her all right, but not the uh, not the way you would think. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you yeah. did there, Chris. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he definitely uh, he he falls in love with her, and, and, and like he's telling Yusuke, he's like Yusuke's like, well, what'd you do? And he's like, we made love, 
And Yusuke's like, ah, cooties, boo. Yeah. Um, but, you know, rising after, you know, <laughs> like a true stand-up guy, you know. <laughs> right. When he, he's done, he he's out. Cheeks <laughs> in a, that's right. Slip out the bag, dude. <laughs> he the old something. walk of shame and right a, back to Demon World. And of course, like a, like a, like a true, uh, like a true fuck boy, right? <laughs> he comes up with the that's excuse. Right. He's like, oh, I wasn't worthy. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she... <laughs> I'm sure she called and texted him for, you know, hundreds of years until her right. her death. Uh, <laughs> Left her on red the whole fucking time, dude. Exactly, yeah. But you know, and from that point on, he he had vowed, you know, for these 700 years to never, you know, eat another human. And so, brother, anything to get out of child support, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which you know, you, you know, some 700 years down the line, there's Yusuke, and boom. And um, that's right. Yeah, and he owes yeah, a lot oh, of back payments. That's right. It, I I was kind of getting her mixed up with Hiei's mom. It's her. Mm-hmm. This lady dies giving birth to Ryzen's first child, like his actual yes. kid. So Yusuke's yep. like some fucked up, like great 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 demon grandson or something. You know, you know, you can do yeah. the math on seven hundred years. I'm not going to. Um, yeah, I'm not. We're, we're, I don't have the Belmont math chart in front of me. <laughs> story is bullshit, anyhow. Um, and you that's know, right. After kind of spilling the beans to Yusuke, it's Ryzen actually just fucking croaks right there, and so yeah, you know Yusuke kind of, you know, he doesn't really take up the mantle, but he he kind of just wants to, mm-hmm. to to settle things here and you know prevent this giant war from taking place because obviously when the other two factions find out that Ryzen's dead, you know, mm-hmm. as much as they you know as uh, the dude that he is or the the chick Makuro, mm-hmm. you know. They're going to want that power, right? And so Yusuke basically makes his way towards Yomi's place um, uh, to prevent this war or to, you know, we're either going to prevent it or we're going to duke it out now, um, pretty much. Is, yeah, and, is and Yusuke is ready to duke it out. Yeah, and then we see um, Hiei and Makuro are also making their way there because Hiei can immediately sense the moment Ryzen dies. And, yep. you know, Kuwabara knows they're on their way. And Chris, we, we kind of ended a, at a nice kind of moment here like it's a good spot to stop at you know we just said we were going to do nine episodes so it worked out that way um but it's a good point to yeah, stop we're, like we're all the homies the meeting yeah all the homies are meeting up except for kuwabara you know he's you know mm-hmm. being a doctor i guess whatever um that's right he's taking college classes or some bullshit his AP bio or whatever unreal. but um but but yeah so that we're the, everything is about to uh about to shake loose we're gonna have uh because what we're going to see here in the next half, Cody, is Yusuke is going to decide that, uh, you know, we're going to have a tournament to decide who will run Demon World. He gets to he gets to see the homies one more time. He, uh, you know, because he has he doesn't know that Jin and all of them are in Demon World, so he's gonna he's gonna catch up with the boys. Um, and we're gonna have a pretty massive tournament now, Cody. This one's a little bit different. This one is more. This one's gonna be more tournament of power style, whereas it's all just like it's like a fucking it's World War Three a la WCW three rings, sixty men, thirty men in each ring, brother. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm I'm excited to see how it turns out. I'm sure it's gonna be shit. Um, from the post episode little scene. It looks like we're getting even more characters introduced, which. Yep, some of Ryzen, some of like Ryzen's old friends show up to kind of pay their respects to him. Um, which keep keep all of these characters in mind. They they all matter. So, 
but uh we're gonna see basically we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna put this baby to bed which uh i don't know how a tournament for demon world is gonna you know really gonna give this show the closure that it properly deserves but you know what it's what we got so it's what we're going with yeah i'm definitely interested to see how it goes um I can't imagine it ends well, and it sucks, you know, thinking that, because, you know, Chris, this show was damn good for a long time, and mm-hmm. now it's just like, well, okay, we're just, I mean, we're just along for the ride at this point. Um, well, well, that's and that's the thing, like, season four has a lot of really good ideas, they just don't have the time to be executed, um, but I, I, I'm not, I'm dead serious, I would love to just have a, a whole season about the adventures of Karama and Yomi. I would love to see that backstory. Like like the whole thing. Like I don't like not just what we've seen in the flashbacks. I want I want from the time they met to the time Karama basically betrayed him and skedaddled. Yeah. I mean, I think what I would want to see, Chris, is um mm-hmm. you know, Yu Yu Hakusho, but we don't make Yusuke a demon, you know? You're, right. ask, you're asking too much. I wanted to see the original Yu Yu Hakusho before they fucking threw it like Hiei off a cliff. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. That is fair. That is absolutely fair, but we, we don't get that. So keep keep on dreaming. Unless, unless you've got a time machine over there with you in the Midwest, uh, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, we're still but, working on it, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I, I just like to believe that that was never in the cards for this show. Um you know, and I'm sure yeah, the Mongols. I, think, I, I don't think know. It was a hard pivot. Yeah, and I don't know. You know how how much earlier the manga came out, and if he had always wanted Yusuke to be a demon, but it just it felt mm. just so incorrect of a decision. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just bummed, man. You know, but we, Chris, like we, like we always say, we clean our plates here at Shonen and Suds, and uh, yeah, and again, it's. I mean, it's fine. It, it's absolutely. It's fine. It's not. It's it's definitely a, a bit of a nosedive. You know, we definitely do not stick the landing here for you, Yu Hakusho. But we do get a fun little, you know, group shot at the end, right? So, like, and we'll talk about this next week. I, I think the very last episode of the show is solid. Um, but how we get there is a little rough. So, but we'll, we'll cover all that next week when we just have this big free for all tournament. Uh, we get to see some of the homies break out their new attacks. Um, you know, we get to see some old favorites, scrap it up again. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a, uh, it's, it's fun. It is fun. We find out Yomi's got a kid. There's all kinds of shit happening. You know, Chris, and that, that all sounds good and fun, but if I don't see a, I don't have a spirit sword getting long, you know, I, I just, it, not having a spirit sword get long does definitely take the, put a nice little blemish on the, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, it's like a pimple right on the tip of your nose, brother. At least now, Chris, after next week, I'll have, you know, I've seen all of you, Yu show. you know, one of the ones that's been on my list for yeah, um, yeah, 15 years, 25 years, I don't even know how long it's been, too damn long, since it was airing on, you know, in like 2002 or whatever the hell it was over here. Um, mm-hmm. I'd always meant to go back to it, and you know, no matter how it ends, I'm glad we watched it. It'll still probably yeah, be on my like top twenty anime of all time for years to come. Um, oh yeah, which means next week. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because next week Yu Yu Hakusho will be going on the rankings finally. Yeah, and, and you know, I, and it's unfortunate that I have to say like top twenty of all time because you know it was very easily a top ten 
um, until oh, absolutely. You know, it it, it, it was great until it uh, until it wasn't. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll mm. talk about all that and you know watch the conclusion. If you guys are following along with us, be sure to watch the final nine episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho, and you know gear mm-hmm. up for uh for Castlevania. Uh, I'm probably gonna try to crank out all of Yu Yu Hakusho before Thursday. That way, I can just start watching Castlevania. Um, yeah, I'm not smart, but you know, a lot of exciting anime on the horizon. You know, Chris, and you know this one. You know, we're when would we do our our three year episode? Like in June or July? I, mean, I this, believe so. This yes. has been our only show for the last nine weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks. I don't yeah, know. It's, uh, we've yeah, we, we've been doing this for a while. So I want to say we stay. We started. Uh, we started. This was the year first... three with Yu Yu Hakusho, and we are we are, are you, definitely year coming four, down yeah. the home stretch. Yeah, year four. Year four. Sorry. Yeah. 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 We are starting. We started out year four with a bang, and we're going right into another banger. So. Yeah, it's weird to think that we've been on Yu Yu Hakusho for as long as we have, but I mean, we're covering the whole show. There, it's just same thing we did with a. Uh, though this actually ended up being a little bit longer than this. Might be the longest one we've done so far, Cody. Now that I think about it. Yeah, it's between this and like, you know, my hero was kind of broken right? up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, my hero's over a hundred now, like a hundred episodes. Yeah, it sure is. It AOT sure is. is like eighty something. So this, I mean, it's definitely like the longest, you know, straight shot. Mm-hmm. You know, even with. Some of those other shows, like Seven Deadly Sins, we took breaks and watched movies. This, Chris, we just full steam ahead. Um, now, we do have a Yu Yu Hakusho movie, right? Um, yes, we okay. do, and I think we can we can cover that. Um, I think we save that for, like, you know, obviously we're coming into the holiday yeah. season, so we're, we're going to need things to double up on when we are not able to record on a week. Yeah, and I think we want to do some spooky shows. So we'll we'll put a pin yeah. in that for now. We will cover that at a later date, and we'll keep you guys yes, posted on that. Yes, we will definitely that. come back to it. Um, because I'm excited. You know, I want to watch all of it. I want to see everything. You know, even if I disagree with some of it or hate some of it, you know, I want to watch it all. Oh, I can't wait for you to hear the uh, the terrible dub on the movie. Oh, it's awful. It's oh, man. awful. The, the voices are, you're immediately going to be like, that's not my Kuwabara. That's not my Yusuke. Who who the fuck are these goons? I think I'll just be so happy to see Kuwabara again, I won't even mind. I'll just be like, fuck it. There you go. Uh, no, Cody, in that movie, the, the English dub, his name is Kuwahara. Scratch that, Chris. We are never fucking watching that dog shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> not on our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no, we will. We, we will. We've suffered through worse. We will make it through that. Um, yeah, because the movie itself isn't bad. The dub is bad. So that might be one. You may want to go ahead and just watch that one in subtitles, but I think you need to experience the old English dub. Because it is, in fact, old English. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. <laughs> I was taking a drink and I was like, oh, just like old English. Like it just. <laughs> yes. You yes. Th- in you fact. thought it was a good idea to buy a 40 of old English until you drunk. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> you took that That's first right. wig. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, definitely excited to see how this ends. Um, and I and I hope it doesn't change my ranking on Yu Yu Hakusho because I really like. There's a lot of people where this is like their their number one or their top ten or, you know, they'll put this over the big three and you know all the other like huge shonen shows that have come out and, you know, I can see why up until, you know, obviously we get to these parts that we've talked about these last two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, excited to see how it ends. Excited to put it on the ranking list and excited for, you know, Castlevania and whatever other suggestions you guys have. Once again, you guys can just comment, message us on Facebook or Twitter, any suggestions you guys want us to see, 
Uh, we will throw them on polls, and we'll finally have yeah, polls, Chris. Spooky stuff. We haven't had a poll in months, so. Uh, <laughs> no. You know. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it, Chris. I think it's time for us to hit the hay, man. We have uh, Yeah, I'm a sleepy boy, that's for sure. All right, well, you get to rest, buddy, and uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'll I be messaging you. You know, I'll be asking you about you, Hawkshaw. I'll be complaining about this, but... Uh, yeah, because like I said, this this second half is it's a it's a fucking blur. They're just they're fighting, then they're not. It's just like all right, <laughs> it's over. It's fucking over. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it this week on Shonen and Seds. Once again, I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And thank you as always for hanging out with us. Ba-da-da-da-da. I hate season four so much. <laughs>